0: Dermot and Dave Conversation Crack And the music you love Today FM It all happens here Today
1: FM You know the original Top Gun movie of course with like Maverick and Goose and everybody But Jane has made a discovery
0: So
2: Top Gun Watched it 600 billion times like everybody
0: else in the world Fantastic movie Loved it Loved Goose Only discovered yesterday That Goose is played by Anthony Edwards how did I never know
1: that nuts I mean, now you do so Anthony Edwards people will probably mostly know from Eeyore he was Dr. Green for three seasons but Dr. Green and Eeyore mm. that's Goose and Top Gun.
3: I did not make that connection there you I go have to say well uh, look we're bringing you the, uh, the biggest stars of the film this morning still to come before 10 we've got John Hamm who you'll know as Don Draper from Mad Men he's also in this film going to be catching up with him Oscar winner Jennifer Connelly but first a chap called Miles Teller. Now, in the film, he plays Rooster, uh, which you'll notice is part of the bird family as well, <laughs> uh, because he is, in the movie, the son of Goose. That's right. And we all know what happened to Goose. He was essentially Goosed. <laughs> um, but Miles Teller, you'll know, I mean, he made a big name for himself in films like Whiplash, where he played that kind of tortured jazz drummer. Great movie. Incredible film, if you haven't seen it. Anyway, uh, Miles Teller plays Bradley Rooster Bradshaw, and he's ready to talk to us. Hello, Miles.
2: Hi, I'm doing, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're doing Good. great.
3: I wonder, can we claim you as one of our own? Have you got any Irish yes, ge- genetic yes, goodness yes. in
2: you? Yes. On my mom's side, the maiden name is Dean. It's from Galway. And on my ancestry, I'm uh, I'm about 50% uh, Irish and Scottish. Wow. We'll definitely take you so. Yeah. yeah. I love Ireland. I took my grandparents for their 50th Wedding anniversary. When I was in college, I studied uh, Celtic music with Mick Maloney. Uh, he's a he's no the tenor banjo player in the world. I, I absolutely adore Ireland. Wow! Do, do you play instruments yourself? I do. I play. I play piano. Uh, I play saxophone. Or I did play saxophone, uh, drums, and and uh, and guitar. Problems we'll
1: yeah. will certainly know from Whiplash. Yeah. Obviously,
2: yeah. Uh, what a movie that oh, was. man! That was
1: incredible.
3: Thank you. But also, you're playing the piano in Top Gun Maverick.
2: I know. I, when I read it in the script, I was—I think—I was pretty excited about it. And I told him that it's something that I wanted to—I wanted to do myself. That they weren't going to need a double or anything. And mm. I've always—I've always felt like great balls of fire is a pretty good party trick if you can get on the <laughs> piano and. And play that. Definitely. Here.
1: Well, actually, talk about your character for a minute because Dermot and I, we went to see the movie together in, in an empty cinema. It was just incredible. But yeah. um, but that bit, like there's bits where they, they, we don't give too much away, but like we cut back to the original movie and there are so many shots of what has now become your character. And you kind of yeah. think like,
2: this is such an incredible universe that we're only in the second movie, but yeah. it's such an incredible universe. I know. I Well, I think it's, Tom used an analogy for this, and he said, we're, we're trying to hit a bullet with a bullet. That's really how precise we need to be to be able to, to make a sequel to Top Gun and to have it satisfy fans of the original, but also you can't wink too much at the audience because then it, I think that's kind of low-hanging fruit. The movie needs to be able to stand on its own, but to be able to kind of dive back into a story 30 years later, and it and it just feels... It feels right, you know, they they really did such a great job with it. We all benefited from being a part of it.
3: I presume, you know, when the original movie came out all those years ago, um, you know, we would have memories of it, and it kind of encapsulates the 80s and the sort of the brashness and the boldness and the kind of, you know, screw you yee-haw type uh, uh-huh. approach of the of the 1980s. What's it like for you? You know, obviously of a different generation, but no particularly, you know, clear memories yourself of that time for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's it like to sort of be part of that world, even though it existed before your time?
2: Well, when we did the beach football scene, I I made sure I was wearing jean shorts. That was kind of a bit of my homage <laughs> yeah. to the to the 80s and. I mean, you know what you know what Top Gun is. Even though I was born after the first one came out, um, you, you still know what the, what what the vibe is of it, and I, and so I think we, I think we're able to 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 bring that in a lot of ways. And but yeah, there's there's certain things like now the you know the cast is a lot more I think reflective of the world around us, and it's you know those are things that you certainly hope develop over time. And your mustache.
3: that gets you buy-in into anything 80s, because your moustache in this film is is incredible. And and it's not easy to grow a moustache. I've tried, and I either look like a taxi driver or some kind of union representative, (laughs) but you nailed it.
2: Yeah, I think depending on who you asked, they either think I nailed it or it's the creepiest (laughs) thing they've ever seen. So you're... I get, you're trying to hit a bullet with a bullet when it comes to the, <laughs> mustache, yeah, comes yeah. the mustache. Well, can we talk briefly? Because we spoke
1: to Jay and to Greg and to Danny earlier on about the being being pilots and about like the crash course you guys had to go on to become, you know, these Top Gun pilots. What was that like for you? I mean, I, I was joking with the guy saying like I got an Xbox for Christmas with Microsoft Flight Simulator. I mean, <laughs> I love this stuff, but I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to go from I'm not a pilot to now I'm in an F-18.
2: It was, it was really intense. I mean, we did, um, we did make kind of um, incremental steps within our training. We started out very basic, and we started out flying in a Cessna. It's the same, it's the same steps you would take if you ever wanted to get your pilot's license. Mm. You really start kind of with the initial kind of um, understanding of the aircraft and all those kind of principles. But for this one, we're not going around sightseeing, right? Like it's Top Gun, and we're flying with the best pilots in the world, and they are gripping and ripping every time we went up with them. So it was, I mean, it was, it was a lot to be thrust into. And it's a depreciating skill. Like I have, mm. I learned how to withstand G-forces for a year. And it's, I mean, it's all gone now.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's the tough part. Well, we look forward to the time when you, you know, develop your flying skills and get more licenses and become like a John Travolta, where you just go down to the supermarket in an Airbus.
2: <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's uh, yeah. I mean, Glenn, he's not he's not here right now, but he 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 got his pilot's license after we finished filming. Yeah, and it really, only took him a couple of weeks because we have we have enough hours in the aircraft where we can. You know, you got to take some solo flights and pass the test. The test is kind of the big part, but no, nah, I have a I have a 75 Bronco. That's what I take to the Super Bowl. <laughs>
3: okay.
1: Good idea. Miles, thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait for everybody to go see Top Gun Maverick. Thanks a million.
2: Appreciate it. Thank you.
3: Dave, I can't believe you brought in the flight simulator again. Did <laughs> this I promise, interview? I promise it's the last time. I promise.
1: And Glenn, that he was referring to there at the end, who got his pilot's license, is Glenn Powell, who plays a character in a call, Hangman, who might just be the best looking man you've ever seen <laughs> and like he's
3: he's golden he's just glistening well, they have and some golden weird filter that they use to give it that extra 80s sheen but yeah. they all look like they're wearing fake tan all the time and <laughs> uh, we don't mind it just seems to work that was Miles Teller he plays Bradley Rooster Bradshaw the son of Goose who we all know from the original Top Gun and still to come in just a few minutes we're going to be talking to Oscar winner Jennifer Connelly and Don Draper himself Mr. John Hamm. We're celebrating the movie Top Gun Maverick by talking to the stars of the movie. You'll know our next guest from uh, brilliant films like Blood Diamond and A Beautiful Mind. In fact, she won an Oscar and a Golden Globe for her role in A Beautiful Mind. Uh, Her name is Jennifer Connelly. She's on the line. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? I'm great. How are you? We're super. While we were waiting there, I was looking at your Instagram uh, of all the amazing pictures of the premieres. Um, And it just looked like the Top Gun Maverick premiere was the best. It's like proper, solid, glitzy Hollywood stuff.
0: It was kind of uh, exceptional and extraordinary. Sort of like everything to do with the making of this movie, to be honest with you. (laughs) The world premiere was in San Diego on an aircraft carrier that um, Tom Cruise landed on in a helicopter. (laughs) I've never, I've never seen anything like that before um,
3: It was pretty fun and That's a hell of an entrance, I think I arrived at my Debs that way <laughs> Same thing When Tom Cruise
1: approaches you to be in this movie I presume you think, oh great Like I'm not going to be in an F-18 Obviously my character's not going to do that But it's Tom Cruise, so you know there's going to be things He's going to ask you to do that you've never done before So what were those things for this movie?
0: Well, actually, I was lulled into a false sense of security, to be honest with you, because I, you know, I painted my character. She owns a bar. I'm not a pilot. Um, there were no flying scenes whatsoever. Um, and I was I was on set with Tom when he started talking about. P fifty ones, and had I ever been in one, and had I ever done any aerobatic flying before? <laughs> and I started to get a little suspicious that I might be about to do some aerobatic flying. And like, yes. I don't He's like, it's gonna be very gentle, some very beautiful rolls. You are gonna love it. Um, yeah, I, I wound up doing some some flying, which I, I hadn't realized was about to happen.
3: Wow! Yeah, because there is shots of the two of you in the plane in the movie, and it's it it. I mean, it looks astounding and it obviously looks like the real deal like you guys are there we are (laughs) yeah
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. because we are i mean look it's nothing compared to what the you know the actors who are playing pilots went through rigorous and you know rigorous training to do what they what they did i'm just a passenger in the plane there but it was definitely like i had never been on a plane like that before you know you feel a very different sense of exposure in this little like glass cockpit. And the top of it is at the top of my head and the planes really narrow. And Tom was the pilot and, um, you know, we were skimming the tops of canyons and there was a plane right off our wing that was filming us. And we were doing these maneuvers sort of swooping underneath it and <laughs> stuff like that. It was, it was definitely unlike but, any flying I've done. But you
1: <laughs> did though, have that scene where you had to sail a boat, in what looked like the stormiest waters that isn't
3: in, like, a storm movie. Yeah, in a lovely jumper. All I can yeah. think of, maybe it's the parent in me now that I have children. I'm thinking, she must be freezing. Why didn't she have a proper coat on? <laughs> yeah,
0: no windbreaker, huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, she's a very confident sailor. She wears cotton. Nothing yes. waterproof, you know. No. Yeah, we filmed in San Francisco, and where they have famously strong winds. And, um You know, because the idea was to show that she's a great sailor and, you know, is at the helm of a vessel that's moving very fast through the water and big choppy waters. And um, I think it was great for the scene. It was definitely exhilarating shooting it.
3: Did we hear that you prepared for that in in quite a strange way that you knew you were going to be doing that that sailing thing? So you, you had to practice at home?
0: Yes, I mean I live in <laughs> I live in New York, and um, I was taking sailing lessons in New York Harbor, which is a very interesting place to learn to sail.
3: You know. no, I heard that that you were standing on your kitchen table. You, oh, that
0: too. Yes. Well, I was because you know how it is when you. I don't know. I feel like when you learn line, like what if I memorize something, it's one thing if you're like sitting in a chair and you Mm. have to memorize but then if you are I just knew when I got out there and you're in a you know those kinds of extreme environments where you're you know on a boat at this kind of angle and the waves are crashing on you and there's the wind and everything you know all sometimes that stuff just goes out of your mind so I was I was practicing. I was standing on a coffee table in my house and I was running my lines and I had my kids like spraying. They had a glass of water and they were like <laughs> <laughs> in my face and like blowing on me with like wafting papers, like blowing wind on me. Oh, that, I'm
3: sure it's the same as the San like Francisco winds. I mean, they're practically the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, you now you've ruined the your uh, ability to shout at the kids, hey, get off the coffee table because yeah. <laughs> Now now you've actively encouraged it.
0: Well, what else are they for? Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, look, this movie look you've you've won
1: Oscars for things like a beautiful mind. This movie, Dermot and I went to see this together alone in IMAX. It was just so incredible. <laughs> but it is such a high five fist bump movie. It's it's the perfect summer blockbuster.
0: I think you guys should go back and see it with an audience because I saw I saw it alone in a theater too, and it was amazing. And then I saw it with an audience, which was extraordinary it was okay. so much fun cuz everyone was like yelling at the screen and you know it was it was really a lot of fun um i think it's really satisfying
3: it's more than satisfying it's absolutely epic i think people are just we're so excited for people to see the film uh, i'm sure you are too uh, when it gets general release here on may 25th thanks so much for talking to us jennifer it's been a pleasure thanks
0: you too have a great Take care. day bye, bye.
3: That is Oscar winner and Golden Globe winner Jennifer Connelly, star of Top Gun Maverick. Next, we can talk to a man you'll know probably best as Don Draper from Mad Men. He is, of course, Mr. John Hamm. He plays Cyclone in this film, and he's on the line. How are you, John?
4: I'm very well, thank you. Hello, Ireland.
3: Just before we uh, went live with yourself there, Dave was asking me, I don't know if you actually heard him saying, have I got burrito on my face? (laughs) So <laughs> we just said, we'll let John Hamm tell you if you have or not. Can you, you see don't. my
4: Chipotle sauce? No. no, you don't. You're burrito free for this entire interview. <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> uh,
3: congratulations on
4: Top Gun Maverick. What a movie. It's absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Thank you. Thanks very much. I, I tend to think so as well.
3: Are you allowed to say it's better than the original? Because we,
4: we feel it <laughs> is. I'll say it. Sure. I don't know. It's, I'm in it. So that automatically makes it
1: <laughs> Not yeah. only are you in it, but you've got your call sign cyclone come on yeah.
4: did yeah. you choose that or was that given to you i wish i could say i chose it no it was uh it was it was given to me and i took it with both hands very gladly because it's awfully cool
3: oh it is you've, you've got it all the uniform the i mean even if you just see the name vice admiral cyclone on, <laughs> on a script you're like i don't care what this film is i have to play him Yes,
1: <laughs> And what, what is it like, I suppose, going into that situation where it's, a, it's not a franchise because it's only the second movie, but it's such a beloved movie, the first one. And you go in and you've got this, I suppose, in some ways, the kind of the villain role because there's a faceless villain on the other side of the mission. But, you know, you're,
4: you're, you're Tom Cruise's wings, man. You're clipping yeah, his wings. Yeah, I, I prefer the term antagonist, but, antagonist, uh, sure. right. <laughs> uh, there, you know, someone, someone has to tell Maverick that he can't do What he wants to do, and I'm happily taking that role. It's a, it's it's a pleasure to be to be opposite Tom in in a scene. It's he's a you know he is a consummate movie star. There's there they don't make him like that anymore. And uh, and it's uh, he he loves his job, you know, and and this movie obviously uh, means a, a lot to him. But he also just has an a tremendous enthusiasm for the process of of making movies in general. And that uh, that energy is uh, exciting energy to be around.
3: I love the variety of stuff that you do uh, in your acting. You know, from Don Draper right through all the bridesmaids and every other film that you've done. I love how you how you love to mix it up. And did I hear that you would love a shot at Star Wars if if ever that arrived?
4: Yeah, it's a, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I I've, I was uh, I was a big fan of the uh, of the original. Uh, this, series of of films. I know, I know there's spinoffs and split-offs and (laughs) Mandalorians and Obi-Wans. There's so many versions of it now. I think it's, why not me? Put me in Mm -hmm. one.
1: Yeah, well, isn't that kind of the thrust of that uh, Apple TV ad you did as well? I was like, "What? Yes, still no John yes, Ham?" Very much I so. Love Why that. not
4: I me? Where's my? Where's my? Everyone but John Hamm.
3: <laughs> well, didn't Daniel Craig uh, manage to get himself dressed up as a stormtrooper? And he's in there somewhere in the mix in the latest. That was were for Edgar
4: Wright. You know, it's it's. Yeah. I'm like, come on, really? Edgar's not even an actor. Would Would you do it if they said, "Okay, we'll let you know you can do
3: a part, but it, you have to dress up as some completely unrecognizable?" alien with a
4: a big bulb head yeah, or something sure. i'd play you know i'd play grito's brother or you know some <laughs> somebody like that why not <laughs> let's talk about ireland for a second we know you
1: have a gras, as we say in this country a love for ireland uh we know you were over here shooting wildmouth in
4: time and you had the time of your life i believe we did and we shot that in county mayo and ballina and cross Malanya. we had a wonderful experience it, it was uh you know, Ireland is as advertised. It was gorgeous and green and rainy and all of the all of the things. So I, I, I loved my time over here. I spent about five weeks over here and uh, I very much had a wonderful time. And did you experience the rural Irish pub? That's a very important part, particularly in the west of Ireland. We sure did. Uh, we, we experienced it quite a quite a few evenings and uh, quite a few days as well and Quite a few evenings that bled days. today. So it's really, it quite exciting. <laughs> yeah, that'll and happen. Very, very, very welcome.
3: Did you ever experience the ancient Irish tradition of the lock-in, uh, yes, where the pub is? I have
4: experienced it, that as well. We, uh, you know, I was I, the, the red, the green carpet was rolled out. Quite, quite nice. <laughs>
3: I'm always amazed by. I I think you know we should get NASA or somebody to look at what Irish pub curtains are made out of because (laughs) you can have the rowdiest bar and then. The barmer goes, right, that's it, and closes the curtains. And suddenly, all sound stops and getting out onto the main street. And there could be a full blown wedding happening in there. You can't hear anything as the guard walks by. He's like, nothing happening
4: here. <laughs> nothing happening, yes. Pay no attention to the, the, the proceedings behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, John Ham, listen, congratulations
1: on Top Gun Maverick. The role of uh, Cyclone is epic, and we don't want to give anything away, but I just love the the character journey that he goes on and everything that's with it and everything so
4: congratulations we love it thanks very much gents nice talking with you
1: hi guys it's Dermot and Dave
3: here from Today FM in Ireland how are
4: you what's up
3: nice to see you before we get into the Top Gun stuff Greg were you at the Miami Grand Prix
5: yes I was at the Miami Grand Prix what an experience yeah were you also Uh, there
3: no, I was looking at it on TV no, <laughs> in no. Ireland, but it looked like one of those things that you would just love to be at. It even had mermaids.
5: We didn't see the mermaids
4: though. I, I didn't see the mermaids. I don't remember seeing a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> Are
5: you sure you were watching the channel. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> I think you was yeah. watching the Disney
3: channel, was watching something yeah. else altogether. Yeah. How, yeah. how high are you as when we, you watch
5: As we went to it we realized like you could only go out above the paddock and just watch a little bit of the race and you gotta head right back inside to watch the rest. Okay. So otherwise you get, you're gonna have a, 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 a
1: whiplash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, come here, boys. Like I feel like I'm on the same level as you guys. Like I'm practically an Air Force Top Gun pilot because for Christmas I got an Xbox and Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I've been training and training, and I'm I'm up to I'm up to a Cessna,
3: guys. I'm just behind you. Yes, which you crashed into the Tower of London.
5: I was waiting for you to say like, oh yeah, I I, I joined. You said, you know? Is it is it PC or is it is, is it
1: no Xbox? Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, exactly. but I will say, I will say the Irish Air Corps, which is our Air Force, did find out that I got this and they invited me down and I flew in their simulator. Now, you know, I think 15 minutes in the simulator I'm pretty much the same as you guys, right? How
4: many, times yeah. did you, how many times did you crash?
1: I actually didn't crash. I was really oh good, my. apparently. Okay, we, we didn't either. So I guess we are alike. But you, you guys had to actually fly. F 18s though, like this is so crazy that like you went on such a crash course of training, you flew
4: the planes. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Well, we, we, we were in the back of the F 18 while pilots, maybe uh pilots were piloting, but I mean, that's still intense because more people are, are you a fan of football, NFL football? Oh, sure, yeah. Amer- American football, that's why I say NFL. Uh, more people have Super Bowl rings than they have flown in the F 18. So, you know, you're looking at, you know, some elite. Another way, yeah, people. way more people have won Champions League. Well, oh, nice! <laughs> See, program. you know, you,
1: you know, Danny played soccer. He's making a reference that we understand
5: better here. I get it, Danny. <laughs> yeah, I get exactly it. He's actually for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been doing it all Give
4: four. The Language,
3: man. <laughs> <laughs> And Jay, how did you handle the the g forces? Because I, it's one of those things that you know, mere mortals don't understand what it's like until you're in one of those things, and you feel like your your head is going to roll off your shoulders.
4: Yeah, I mean, your head always feels like it's going to roll off his shoulders uh, when you're pulling them. But man, I I had this crazy experience. I had to pee every single flight, like literally mid-flight. I would have to ask the pilot to like level out and pull out a bag. And I would I would pee every single flight. What
3: was that? Was that fear? Or was it just that this is what those forces do to your body?
4: The question is, it's what the forces do to your body. I don't really believe in the
5: f word. You know what I'm saying? What well, did you pee? Did you have to pee? Did the forces, <laughs> the forces never made me. I, I never pee. Yeah, you. I said no, did you it was you Just Jay. Up? Uh, I threw it because I was doing way more, intense things than back. <laughs> 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 doing
3: more intestines in the
5: backseat. As a weapon system operator, I had to fly the exact same courses, but then while we're turning right, I had to look over my left shoulder. It's like, I mean, you've got motion sickness being on the back of a car, texting, yep. right? Doing something else that you don't know, your body's like disoriented, so it's actually technically way tougher on the body.
4: <laughs> Who says that?
5: Everybody says that.
4: the This team
5: was like, yo, you guys have it way worse. So whenever they take rides, they get nauseous and they're talking about. But technically, we were all taking rides, so we are all like, <laughs> <out>. so, <laughs> but you, were the Simulator. Also looking where you're going. Do you get, do you get nauseous when you do the simulator?
1: I didn't know the simulator was okay. It didn't move too much. It was the, it was like those huge screens. The whole room was a screen. So for me actually piloting, I was okay. But the people in the room, they all felt sick because the, the, oh. the, screens move, but they're not like, they're not controlling. They're directly, controlling so. You
5: don't know where the, where you're going visually. So. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, and did you guys get to choose your own call signs? Cause what we got, we got coyote payback. No,
4: the fanboy when we got the script they were all there joe gave us the opportunity to change our call signs if yeah. we wanted to but i think fitting, everybody man. thought about it but it ended up fitting yeah yeah, yeah.
3: And,
5: and really i think i think they did a great job casting us for the roles yeah. specifically so i think we all played yeah. into what our call sign was yeah. oh you guys should have seen my first audition it was a different fanboy what, what you want to reenact it just, no, no no it was just, not giving anything away it, it was just nah, no, no i want to reenact it but it was, uh, <laughs> it was a completely different fanboy Okay. I had also had longer hair, so what by the time I did my, my callback, Joe's like, oh, cut your hair. And then yeah. Oh wow. Different dude. Wow. That's, right, well, that's
3: in, so how did you but well, how did you become then the fanboy that we know now? What made you just decide to flip it?
5: Well, it, it just kind of uh, the progression of of uh, discovering the character and also it's it's all it's we're creating a unit and team, and I think at that point it's it's reading off of what is in the, in, in the space. So it's, if everyone's like the big headed ego gunslinger, no one's an ego headed gunslinger. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of like neutralized. So I think bouncing off of that um, and just knowing where, yeah, just the fit is always different based mm-hmm. on the cast. And I think um, this one specifically, everyone was so well cast for their parts that it just organically kind of happened Mm -hmm. and characters kind of formed based on the the squadron that we built in real life right
3: well we better wrap it up guys um not because the interview is over we're afraid that jay needs to pee so i gotta die bro don't worry about me guys congratulations (laughs) on top gun maverick
1: we love it can't wait for people to see it thanks for talking to us
0: terminal and dave weekdays from 9am today.
4: Dundeal has the largest range of electric vehicles in Ireland, from Ireland's trusted premium car dealerships. That's why you will find MSL Park Motors Skoda on Dundeal. Stop by MSL Park Motors Skoda showroom on Dundeal today and connect with them for great deals on electric vehicles. Dundeal, for electric vehicle deals to feel great about from all of Ireland's trusted car dealerships.